has another takedown for Adams Central. He leads 9-2. Ober Heidi is just a couple of seconds away from advancing on to the Parade of Champions. And Adams Central has got themselves another champion here tonight. 13-5, Kendall Oberheide. Today, it's live coverage of the State Duel Tournament in Kearney. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. After an outstanding weekend in Omaha, 32 teams converged on the University of Nebraska at Kearney to vie for one more team trophy. All the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show will join Sports Director Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from the UNK Health and Sports Center right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening once again, everyone. Welcome to the UNK Health and Sports Center for the finals of the 2016 Nebraska State High School Dual Championships, the final event of the high school season for wrestling, and we should have some outstanding duels. For the first time in the four years, we will end with just four championship matches. Third place, fifth place matches already wrestled, not doing seventh and eighth this year. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, Cardi Catholic head coach and Hall of Famer, Matt Rogers joins us as well. I'm trying to see. Abby just went over to say on the coin flip of who won with Creighton and Amherst. It's huge who wins that coin flip, uh, who can get ahead in that deal, because the matchups are going to matter. Creighton will take on Amherst in Class D. In Class C, David City and Valentine. Omaha Scott and Plattsmouth in Class B. And Millard South will take on the Carney Bearcats in Class A. You're listening to High School Wrestling, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Some outstanding wrestling expected here. And, Matt, let's start with you. Uh, don't expect to see all the number ones win. That's what the odds say. But this might be one of the better of the, of the four years where it's about as close overall on all four as it's been. This thing looks to be uh, kind of a toss-up on, on many of the matches. I'm excited to see what some of these number twos can do. I think they're going to come out firing. Uh, the perennial favorites, yeah, they're, they're definitely in danger. There's going to be some real good action tonight. It's going to be exciting to see what happens. I know the wrestlers are ready to go. 170 pounds is our weight class. Larry, what do you see in these four duels? Well, I, I think that's it. You know, it's all about the one and the two here, Doug. You've got a situation where in this tournament, all state champions have wrestled all of the state runner-ups from last week. Um, uh, and in Class D, Creighton was not did not factor into that, but Creighton was rated number one all year as a dual team. They're a very good dual team. Uh, I think you do have a situation here that could take place today. You have two teams uh, in, in the state's history that have never lost a duel in this tournament, and both are very vulnerable today. I'd love to see the Bearcats get after it. They're a tough lineup. I think their wrestling is good right now, as they have all year in these last two weeks, but, man, they're up against it with Millard South. Millard South's looking really good. I'd say that's probably the tallest order of any of the underdogs, I guess, on paper. But, again, it's, it's still definitely possible that that could happen. 
David City's a big favorite. I, I mean, somewhat a big favorite in, in against Valentine, but Valentine's got to come back hot uh, after that weekend they had last weekend. Hi, my name is These guys got to be ready to go tonight. Yeah, and one of the things that we don't know also in the D, Doug, is how does it affect Creighton not having their head coach? We know that he was uh, uh, not able to coach here in the finals. Sometimes you could say it gives you a spark, but other times the last hour and a half could have been eaten up with that as the focus. Well, we will get it going. The state dual championships when we return here on Classic Hits. Did you know that people with a savings plan are two times more likely to save for retirement? Make a plan to have a financially secure future. Nebraska Land National Bank offers individual retirement accounts with a variety of tax advantages so you can find one that fits your plan. We want to help you succeed. Stop into one of our branches today. Minimum to open an IRA variable savings account is $20 with no minimum balance requirements. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Well, here's what happened earlier today in Class A. Millard South beat Bellevue East 56-16. Columbus edged Omaha Burke in the first round, 34-33. Grand Island down Millard West, 36-24. And Kearney beat Norfolk, 53-15. In the semifinals, Millard South over Columbus, 39-31. And Kearney beat Grand Island, 38-24. In the consolations, Omaha Burke beat Bellevue East, 55-9. And Millard West over Norfolk, 34-27. In the fifth-place match, Omaha Burke 38, West 25, and in third, Grand Island won the last two matches to beat Columbus 36-33. to In B, it was Bennington over Scotts Bluff 54-10. Plattsmouth beat Adams Central 54-15. Columbus Scotus over Blair 52-23, and Omaha Scott beat Gretna 39-24. In the semifinals, Plattsmouth over Bennington 40-25, and Scott beat Scotus 40-27. In the consolations, Adams Central beat Scott's Bluff 39-31, and Gretna over Blair 40-30. In the fifth-place match, Gretna over Adams Central 42-36. In the third-place match, Bennington edged Scotus 35-34. We'll look at Class C and D here in a moment, but let's take a look at the guys on the mat, Larry. Yeah, in Class D, you've got... Uh, um Klingelhofer that just came out at 170, super quick takedown. Uh, in Class A, Dayton Rojas from Millard South, 40 and 14 senior. Carney sends out the sophomore, 7 to 12, Tyler Tracy. Tyler Herman, I think, was maybe a little confused there. He thought that Creighton had to report, and he had to report took him a long time to make the decision before he finally pointed uh, at Jacob. I don't think maybe this was how he wanted it to go. I think that he thought that I think he thought that Creighton had to report from the looks of how that all played out. And this is this duel here is going to have uh, probably the most cat and mouse on it. Uh, a lot of decisions to be made by Coach Herman uh, up here in the upper weights to see how this is going to play out. Get it in his favor. It worked for him last time in the semifinals. 
Looks like Klingelhofer's gonna be working for the fall here. He's got him on his back with about a minute to go. And in the Class A match, Rojas has gotten the pin over Tracy of Kearney in a minute 37. Yeah, Jacob Klingelhofer just stuck six on the board for Amherst. One thing I'll say, this thing starting at 170 does allow Amherst to close with two of their best wrestlers in Berg and Klingelhofer. So 102, Klingelhofer gets the win to make it six to nothing again. That'll be the final match for Jacob Klingelhofer. Any of these seniors that'll wrap up their career here tonight in the state duels. Again, it's the final uh, event for Tyler Herman as the head wrestling coach at Amherst. He's moving on to a new job at Kearney High next year that is non-wrestling related. And so Plattsmith also picks up the first points in their duel with uh, Omaha Scott. They're up six to nothing. David City and Valentine, Braxton Coleman of Valentine, a five nothing lead over Anthony Tebby of David City at 170 pounds. Now it is Leo Paloma of Kearney, the 24 and 17 junior against the 30 and 4 senior Gavin Angerman of Millard South. And for Amherst, here's Cole Eggie, the 25 and 16 junior against Ian Stacken. Out of Creighton, 32 and 13 senior. Yeah, and Stacken's tough. We saw him earlier today. We know Eggy can get after it pretty good on top. But there's cat and mouse going on here, that's for sure. As you see, uh, Paloma gets taken down. So he's down 2-0 to zero right off the bat. And as you said, Doug, Plattsmouth does jump out there. Gage Orton, he's one of their hammers. He's a guy that they expect to get going. And he leads Danny Thompson of Omaha Scott Catholic 2-0 heading to the third period. Down on Matt C there you've got uh, Braxton Coleman of Valentine up 5-0. He was going for the fall earlier there in the first period. Uh, now he's got the 6-0 lead after that escape uh, midway through the second period. And as so, good as Valentine is, Coach, I do think they're going to need bonus in this thing. Yep, I think they really wanted that one. And they still may get it here. He's working that head in the hole with that front head and arm. I think that's how he had him on his back the first time, actually. Yeah, he's doing a great job there. He lets it go. Now you've got Gage Orton from uh, Plattsmouth. As I said, they needed his, the hammer to get after it, and he does it. He gets the pin, so they're now up 6-0. Big lead over Scott right now, 12-0, but that's how, that's how Scott started out uh, that first, first couple of matches there in their semifinals. Yeah, their murderer's row is, is, is at the turn. Aggie gets the escape, so he trails two to one. There. 20 seconds left in that one in the first period. Yeah, and Paloma still two to one. Angerman, 30 and four, senior. And that you're going to see that with Millard South. They're going to march out a bunch of good kids. That's for sure. First period's going to come to an end, it looks like, with Aggie. Five seconds left in the first period. He's kind of got ahead in the whole series right here. And, oh, they uh, just about got close. taken down, close. yes. That would have been a huge takedown right there. Going to be 2-1, to one, moving to the second period. And it's going to be Stacken's choice, and he goes down right away. Aggie's pretty good, like most of those Amherst guys are. He's pretty good on top. They're all solid on top. Looks like he's trying to... Catch a wrist here, maybe work for a tilt. Yeah, and that's, that is what they do. They're not leggers. Uh, they're really good on top, and it's all about wrist tilt. They're really good wrist tilt and wing. Wrist wing, and that's what Aggie's running right here, doing a nice job. 
He's in a tough spot. If he turns him here, it may be out of bounds. He needs to get him back to the center of the mat. Paloma now trails 3-0. to zero. And he's about to trail 5 to nothing as Angerman gets him taken down on the edge of the mat. So 5 nothing. Millard South off to a good start here, winning the first match by a pin. And, of course, favored in both of these uh, if you look on paper. And out to a 5-0 start here. Aggie went for that cross-wrist tilt there. Looks like he gave up an escape. Uh, Creighton boy came up to his feet, and he tried to hit it from his feet and kind of lost the grip on it a little bit. Ended up giving up the escape. Now Eggie's down 3-1. to one. Yeah, he's got to get some good offense on his feet. And Braxton Coleman, after leading 5-0, to zero, has extended it to 6-0. to zero. A minute left, just about got taken down there. You've yeah. got, yeah, Tibby's hanging on, but it's just sucking the clock there. You know, Coleman, Coleman was injured earlier this year. Uh, I noticed in the semifinal duel here, he got a big lead, uh, really gassed out towards the end. This time here, it looked like he's maybe going to get a, a major. Yeah. He, uh, but now it's looking like he's trying to hold on a little bit. Yeah, Shane and Jason there would love for him to get a takedown here. That, that, that extra point here would be very important. As I said, Valentine, as great as they are, they could use some bonus points here in this duel. Back to the local wrestlers, Gavin Angerman, a 5 nothing lead over Paloma. He beat Paloma in the third place match Saturday. Tech fought him 16 to nothing. Wow. So it's off to that kind of a start again here. 5 nothing with 20 seconds to go in the second period. So now Paloma trying not to give up any more points here as Angerman out to the side trying to find a way to turn him here in short time in the second period. Cole Eggie trails Ian Stackett of Creighton 3-1 to one with 20 seconds to go in the second period. Wrestlers are in the neutral position on a restart. Yeah, you've got five seconds left in that C match, and boy, you see Shane Allison there. He's begging him, Coleman, to get one more. There's a Come great shot. It. He's in on it. He's, He's going to finish, finish it. To his back. That's Time huge. 8-0. That's a great way to finish by Coleman there. Just scored an extra point for his team by giving that effort. So 4 nothing Valentine winning at 170. Our last match will then be at 162. Back over in Class A. They will start on their feet here with an escape. Gavin Angerman to start the period. He's now up 6 nothing over Paloma. They're on their feet with a minute 40 to go. And it is three 3-1. Stacking of Creighton over Eggie of Amherst to start the third. Eggie will take down. Yeah, and Eggie's got to get going again. Just there's been no offense on his feet, Doug. Got to get moving. Stacking's going to try to throw that boot in right away. Eggie's got to move here. And that's one thing the Creighton guys will do. They'll come to those legs. And they're mean with them. They yep. do. I mean, they, they wrestle them right. Almost had Eggie turn to his back here. Eggie's able to roll through. Back ball up now. Three to one with a minute 40 to go in the match. Eggie's still working off bottom. Some guys will leg you, and it's just real technical. And some guys will leg you and just throw you in the torture chamber for a while. Stack, Stacking's looking. He's being pretty aggressive with it. Looks like he might get some back here. Boy, he's close. There, they're stroking him now. He's, he's holding hold two. So Eggie's down five to one with a minute 20 to go in the match. Paloma, any score here by Paloma would be great. Seven to one. Single leg on the edge of the mat, trying to take him down, though. Angerman, which would make it an eight-point lead. Paloma dancing, dancing, trying to get off the mat. There's the trip. Got the toes down. The takedown is good for Angerman now. 
up in his match by a score of 9-1, to one, which is a major decision, extra team point if it stays there with 22 seconds to go. Oh, big takedown there for Ryan Worm from David City. Wrestling. He's got him in danger, Larry. Yeah, Kenzie uh, Eggleston from Valentine. He's in big trouble, isn't he? Right on the edge of the mat. Eggleston's going to, oh, he's trying to fight off. Edge of the mat, he did fight off. Only gave up two back points there. Could have been a lot worse. Yes, it could have. And Leo Paloma not going to be able to get off bottom. Paloma's going to lose 9-1 to one to Gavin Angerman of Millard South. Millard South, a pin and a major to start 10 nothing. Oh, that's a big start. And for Cole Eggie, he's got 25 seconds to get something to work from bottom. He's down 5-1. Yeah, he's got yeah. a false start, caution on top, and stacking. He needs to pull a rabbit out of the hat here, Doug. He's going to have to hit the five-point switch. He's going to have to reverse him to his back, and that's going to be tough to do against a kid like Stacking. but we'll find out. Yeah, he needs a Peterson or something like that. Stacking, he's going to throw that leg in again. I don't know if I'd be doing that if now, I was him. Yeah, I agree at this point. But he's been fairly aggressive with it to begin with the whole period, and he's gotten away with it. So yeah. got his back points out of it. And that's going to be the end of the match. Eggy of Amherst falls 5-1 to one to Stacking of Creighton. That'll make it 6-3 to three in favor of Amherst through two matches. And they'll move on to 195 pounds. And in Class A now, it'll be Andy Mason of Kearney, 19-9 senior against Rajan Elib of Millard South, 33-19 junior. And here, okay, they're looking. Bogart's ready. They're staring down. A little more, ga little more gamesmanship going on and here. What, and what you don't know is, again, I, not to harp on the situation, but Creighton is without their head coach. There's big decisions yep. that are made here. <laughs> there, are. there sure are. Here we go. What do we have going on here? I'm going to wait till he gets to the table, and then you can send him. Oh, Tyler, just give him the teeth. Tyler's fired up. They've got Bogard ready. Creighton has a wrestler at the table. I'm thinking this is Amherst's match to report. Yeah, well, they asked. And he is. Big, uh -oh. big deal on A, guys. This is huge. Andy Mason just threw a lead straight to his back. Has 35 seconds to work him. They're in the center. Still has 30 seconds. Needs to get stepped over that arm. There, right there he did. He should be Might good. Might have him. Well, he adjusted again now. And he's going to lose. Is he going to lose him, guys? Well, he's belly button to face. He's got a lot of his chin. There it is. He got it. That was Look at a big one. That was a big one for Carney. Andy Mason wins his final match as a high school wrestler, and he does it by pin in a minute 43 to get Carney six big points. What a big, big win for Andy Mason. Yes, sir. And you can tell he's excited. That's going to send him out a winner as a senior right there. Yeah, geez, Hagen turned around and just both hands just slapped a swarm right in the head. That would hurt. <laughs> Dane Bogard is out there for Amherst against Sam Morrill, a 19 and 21 junior for Creighton. So big advantage here for the Broncos. No score through the first 45 seconds of the match. Guys, they were able to get through that without Amherst having to forfeit. They were able to navigate that so far. I'm not sure. Well, 
but they didn't bump Klingelhofer. They went Klingelhofer. No, no, no one took a forefoot ever uh, that we no. saw there, so it's 6-3. So that might have been the deal there. Oh, no. Well, Cloyd's a stud. Alex Cloyd, the undefeated state champ, comes out and pins Sean Jackson of Kearney in 28 seconds. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a man, boys. I think he's going to go play football at North Dakota. Now back over here, Dane Bogart has been taken down by Morrill of Creighton. And so it's 2-0, tries to get loose here. Will he get the escape? No, they're going to come off the bat with 26 seconds to go here he's gonna, in the period. He's going to have to wrestle a different match than he's used to because this is a situation where he's given up weight. This kid's all at 220 also. Yes, you can't go under him like you have all year because Bogart, though he's long, he's not a big 95 anyway. And it gets tough. You can't go under that guy. Omaha Scott got their first win of the, of the championship. Uh, the decision, though, so Plattsmith's got to be happy with that, just keeping that match to a decision. They're up at 220 now. Okay. Let, let me ask you a question here, guys. Amherst has wrestled two matches, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. where is the forfeit? There had to be one. We started no, at 70, no, not 82. If, not if they didn't report a double. neither win. Okay, a double. double okay. Creighton didn't navigate it properly. Creighton has enough guys. They should have forced Amherst's hand through that. That's why I said that. They navigated that piece without having to give up points when they don't have the guys in their lineup. Creighton does. So... Nobody went out at 195, so it's a double buy. Yes. Nobody gets any points there. And Bogard goes up to a 220, does not get the escape, and now he is down 2 nothing, and he's on top to start period number two. At the heavyweight division over here, Lee Harrington of Kearney needs a big win against Andrew Goff of Millard South, and he's got the takedown, and he's got some near fall. That's a dangerous deal when you start going wrist tilt with heavyweights because you <laughs> lose that arm, you're dead. Yep. They get those hips on you. Here's a pin for David City's Ryan Worm over Kinsey Eggleston, and Bogart now turns. Morrill, he's got him pinned. Whew, that's a big one, guys. They navigated it without giving up the six. They bumped him to 220 and get six. Big deal. Bogart gets the pin in 234 for Amherst. That's got to be a gap somewhere sure, for Creighton. Not sure what Creighton was thinking there. I think that they thought. Sometimes I think they thought they wanted to trade six and six, yes. and they thought maybe they might be able to get Bogart. They figured, I don't know what they thought. If you're they, not, they should have traded six and yes, six. Yes, if you're not experienced in doing this, sometimes you can lose track of where you are as a coach. It's very, it takes a lot of concentration. Down there at the heavyweight, Creighton's heavyweight has come out and kind of headbutted about three times here against Peterson. Yeah, he's a, he's a big roly-poly. Be careful. Peterson just put him right to his back. A minute 40 left. This baby's going to be over. Yes, sir. Oh, the Broncos are bucking here a little bit. 18-3. This is what it this. needed to be because at the turn, it turns into Creighton time. Well, Jacob Peterson picks up the six over a three-win freshman heavyweight for Creighton. So that was expected. But Peterson gets six and now... Amherst is up 18-3 as we go down to the 106-pounders. Back over in A, Lee Harrington has taken a 7-0 first-period lead over Andrew Goff of Millard South. They'll go to the second period here, and it looks like they've decided to start neutral. In Class B, Zach Brandt of Plattsmouth leads Ben Altman of Omaha Scut. 
by a score of 7-4 just early in the second period, and Plattsmouth is up 12-3. And in Class C, Dean Haas and Matt Eilers, David City and Valentine out there on the mat. David City up 6-4. They're just underway, scoreless through the first minute and a half of their match. And that's a big toss-up match right there, Doug. Cobb just turned the Creighton wrestler. Hunter Cobb just turned Dylan Mine. I tell you what, I don't know if Creighton knows what's going on right at this point. I think you're right. Hunter Cobb went out there and another pin in less than 30 seconds. A win in 22 seconds. So heavyweight Peterson and six-pounder Cobb win in a total of 41 seconds. It's 24-3 Amherst in the finals. Matt, if you're Creighton, this thing matched up for you. Yep, and they kind of gave it away, it appears. I think in this next little stretch here, some decisions by Creighton, Amherst wins. They're going to have to get pins here. Yeah, well, and they're you gonna... know what, guys? You know what they used to say in the NFL? Why why'd we sleep on the Patriots? Why'd we? We're Whoa, just trying to find. Right. You're trying that's to right. find a way for Amherst to lose here today, and well, they are the champs, and they are coming out early. They're getting there's, some, there's a lot to do. They're, they're showing up, that's for that's, sure. That's right. They're going to give up six at 38. There's no way around that unless Creighton finds a way to mess that up, I yeah, guess. I, I don't know that most teams actually give the Patriots the ball on their own two-yard line, though, a couple of times. Yeah, that's exactly you know, right. Like, actually hand it to them. Well, they might here, create a turnover. Here's Connor was, Hazen this, of Creighton against Trace Bosch of Amherst in the 113-pound division. Yeah, and this is a huge match, guys. Hazen was rated as high as two this year, didn't place at the state meet. Uh... This is a rematch of the state quarterfinal. Bosch beat him by one, and it was the match that the state tournament Amherst had to have. The loser of that match probably wasn't going to place, and Hazen didn't end up placing. And he beat Ignacio Rivera of Sutton in the semifinals that helped them win their match and get here into this championship. Bosch hit on a single again. Harrington still up. 9-0, and they'll go to the third period. Harrington rode Goff of South the entire second period. And uh, now, excuse me, he's going to take top. Yep, so he's just working on that major. Why, why, why quit doing what's working? Still up nine, nothing. Trying to find a way to pick up more team points here for the Carney High Bearcats. Yeah, Bosch been in deep a couple of times, and they've turned into nice wild scramble. scrambles. Yeah. And now Hazen looking to work his own takedown here, scoreless so far. Bosch faces up though. In Class C, it is Hazi and Eilers tied at four. Now an escape will make it five to four. Eilers with 50 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, and they're going to go back in Class D. No score. Going to be on their feet. Oh, the big boys in Class B just <laughs> ran all the way off. That looked like a drill in August. Yeah. Eight, eight to six, 11 seconds in the second period. Brant of Plattsmouth leading Altman of Omaha Scott in that one, and they're on their feet for the final 10 seconds of the second period. Just as they are over here in Class D, we're going to have a scoreless first period between Trace Bosch of the Broncos and Connor Hazen of the Creighton Bulldogs. A lot of good action there in that match. This is this one's going to be uh, a tight one, just like it was at State. Lee Harrington trying to get some back points over here in Class A, and A is getting the count. Already up 9 nothing. 45 seconds to go in the match. Trying to find a way to get yeah, the pin. Coaches are wanting him to get up on top, yeah. try and get that pin. He needed to get his he hips got his up back on points. top. 12-0 Harrington. 
He's going to win the match. Now it just depends. Can he find a way to get the pin or even the three more for the tech fall? That would be another bonus point. Yeah, turn him one more time here. Bosch uh, is on top here. Minute 45 left. They're coming back to the center. Uh, again, uh, just a lot of wild scrambles in that match. A lot of times those wild scramble matches sometimes end in a pin because one <laughs> of those do. scrambles end up in a crazy place. Two stalls, and it makes it 13 to nothing, but Harrington's not going to be able to score again here, so he will win. Oh, he got him, but it was uh, right after the clock. He was able to cradle him up, but 13 to nothing. Lee Harrington will get the win at heavyweight. Yeah, and over here on Class B, Zach Brand just gets the fall right there. That's huge. Boy, that's big. That's a battle of two guys with sub-500 records, and you can have two state champs, as we say all the time. It counts the same, and Brant gets the win yeah. by pin. And Coach said it earlier, Doug, that today, many times those coin flips end in a six-point match. Curtis Gogi's pretty fired up. He was out giving five. <laughs> he's, he's excited. And now we have a reversal of the Class D match. Connor Hazen has picked up the reversal for Creighton over Trace Bosch. And he leads it two to nothing, a minute to go in the second period. Hazen had a nice little Grammy there. Almost ended up getting five out of it to a Peterson, but Trace was actually Bosch was able to to battle out of it. And you get this reversal, you're fine. Get out, so then you can get back out again uh, in the third. You get your two escapes here, and it comes down to just getting it one takedown. Salvador Choir of Carney, 106 pounders against the state runner-up from last week, Blake Jackson. A freshman out of Millard South and Aguirre has really been aggressive here early on in the first 30 seconds. But they've went off the mat twice already. And he's a kid that'll go. Now Bosch has to find a way to score one point here before he gets turned. Hazen trying to get him turned, which would definitely put the kibosh on this match with 30 seconds to go in the second period. 2-0 Hazen. Yeah, and Hazen's good on top. Bosch needs to explode here. He's in a spot where he could possibly get out. He spends so much time down on legs. You watch him wrestle a lot. Guys three-quarter him to death and swim his arm to his head. He's got a shot here. He does. He's still got 10 seconds left here to get out. Working to a double. He's got to get his one. He's not even going to get his one. No. He didn't even wow. get his one, and that'll be the end of the period. Hazen of Creighton, two. Bosch of Amherst, nothing. It will be Bosch's choice, and they will take bottom. Eilers at Haas, David City, and Valentine at his skate for Eilers. He's up 8-7 with 45 seconds to go in the match. Yeah, and kind of a coin flip match in Class B with the heavenly weights. Nanke's 33-10 for... Plattsmith and Hickson for Omaha Scott Catholic, 34 and 11. Big takedown there by Haas of Valentine. He's got 27 seconds left, up by one. We'll see what happens here. A little blood time down here on Trace Bosch. Doesn't take very long for them to clean it up. Aguirre is still scoreless with 15 seconds to go in his match with the state runner-up, Blake Jackson. He's really coming after him, Doug. He's being the aggressor in this match so far. Well, I tell you, Aguirre is just one of those kids that will never stop coming forward. Got another escape down here for David City, and Valentine in on the shot, took him down, but out of bounds. 9-9, 12 seconds to go. Well, they're fired up. I love a duel. Look at it. Everybody's going nuts. You got 100 coaches, all the kids. (laughs) And these two wrestlers are exhausted. Who's going to come out on top? 
Valentine on the shot. And he's going to get the takedown. He's going to win 11 to 9. Valentine 11 to 9. Yeah. Wow, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a guts match for Valentine there. Ehlers from David City was just out of gas. He just literally fell to his hands. And you can tell by the look on the David City bench that they wanted that one too, and that was a big loss for them. That's exactly right. Back over in Class A, we had a scoreless first period. Blake Jackson, the state runner-up from Millard South, takes bottom and gets the early escape here in the second to lead Salvador Aguirre of Kearney, one to nothing. Trace Bosch of Amherst trailing Connor Hazen of Creighton, two to nothing, takes bottom to start the third period. Wasn't able to get out in the second and hasn't been able to get out in the first 30 seconds of the third. You know, it's an interesting deal. If you know Shane Allison very well, the head coach of Valentine, he's very calm, not a lot of emotion. He's got a lot of emotion down here. This he's means something to him. He's pretty jacked up there, wasn't he? He's a, he's a heck of a coach. Like you said, he's pretty even-keeled. Uh, you get this team atmosphere, though, and, boy, I tell you yeah. what, it's good stuff. They got the forefoot there at uh, 220. Now they're going up to heavyweight. Yeah, and, you know, he's a hometown boy. He was a state champion at Valentine, I believe, an All-American at Shadron. UNO, I think he was at UNO. UNO. Trace Bosch has just got the, the reverse here for the Amherst Broncos with a minute to go in the match to tie it up 2-2 against Hazen. And, and, and in a leg ride, if he can keep it from getting stalemated out, it's where he wants to stay. A fresh whistle could let Hazen out. And, and that's that what you're going to get. Stalemate, 47 seconds. So this thing ended last week 3-2, I think, is what it was in the quarters for Bosch. You don't want it to be 3-2 the other way here if you're a Bronco fan. 2-2 it is on the restart. Aguirre is just really being aggressive over there on his feet. He need, I'd be looking for a stalling call here. He shot him off the mat several times, and not just to shoot him off the mat. He's just being aggressive. Yeah, see here. Hazen Bosch coming out trouble. the side. He could get Whoa. back here. Bosch didn't quite get the back, and Hazen is close to getting out with 20 seconds to go. He comes out the back door. Oh, Bosch oh, hangs Bosch on. Bosch staying with him. Nice little scramble. These guys are wrestling real well here. 15 seconds trying to get it to overtime is Trace Bosch. Hazen comes to his feet, but out of bounds with nine seconds to go. Bosch did a great job to take him out of bounds there. That was a really nice reswitch there by Bosch. Yeah, it looked like he was in big trouble. Yeah. He got those hips out. Got to ride in for nine seconds. Hazen quickly to his feet, trying to strip the hands, does. Gets the escape, gets the takedown. And gets the win. Going to lose 4-0. Four 4-2 to zero. Four two there. 4-2, yep. four four two, two. yes. little fist bump afterwards out of those two. That's two tough matches in a row here in the last two weeks for those guys. Pretty yeah. evenly matched wrestlers. That's exactly right. And now this is where Creighton sends out their pair of uh, state runner-ups. Both these guys at Creighton's going to send out. We're in the finals last week. Zach Hazen. Garrett Zimmerer getting ready to come out. 24-6 is the lead for Amherst. We are wrestling at 120 pounds. The final match will be at 160 pounds in this round. Aguirre, are you telling me that he didn't take bottom? He, in his choice, he went way. both up. Well, I, I don't get it. Well, you Doug, haven't been able to take him down. It's yeah. a one nothing match. Now, Doug, it could be a deal. They may have wrestled him this year, and he turned him or he rode. could have got turned. Yeah, yeah. Or rode the heck out of him. He I hasn't mean, been on the bottom with him yet. And you you got to put your kid in the best position. So you're telling me they're trying to stay away from being pinned? No. If, if he no, can't get out. If he can't take him down, what's the difference? I disagree. I'd say it's easier He's to get an escape to get the takedown. Take 
You, and also, maybe they are thinking maybe they're going to get a stall call. Yeah, you you got to put your kid in the best position, not the one the book says you should you gotta put know. I mean, I know nothing. I'm just questioning things we, here. We knew that, Doug. But <laughs> those coaches, they know they know what uh, they know what Salvador does best. I think that they probably made the right decision. If he gets to take down and wins, I do agree that's with huge. the stall deal. You guys have talked about it through that whole match. Sam Florell in trouble here against Zach Hazen. He's on his back with a minute to go in the middle of the match for the Creighton Amherst match. Yeah, this is big trouble. Florell's in real trouble. All I, kinds of time left on the clock. I felt like Creighton had to get 6-6 six, six out of these two. He's still got 45 seconds to yeah. get the pin here. He's got his elbow up, and it, unless he can lace the arm, he's going to struggle. We're down to 33 seconds for Aguirre. And now a takedown. Getting out of there is going to be Florell. He's down 5-0. Wow. So he I avoids the pin he did for that. now. That was huge right now. That's right. That was a Houdini act. He was in big trouble there. Well, Aguirre has done an outstanding job against the state runner-up Blake Jackson, but it's 1-0 with 20 seconds to go. There's a There's stall warning on Carney. On Carney. <laughs> well, He's been the aggressor the whole time. That's the deal where you... When, when you take and you get your guy and you say, we took both up and you got called for stalling. Yep. That's when you get mad. Now where's the stall call here? Yes. Not there. And you say, you just made Doug Duda right. That's what you That's, tell. <laughs> it's never close. Fairly disappointing. Now Florell working over here at the end of the match, just about able to get things turned around, but 5 nothing Hazen. Do you think that was stalling? No. Not in a million years. I Maybe yep. the other way. Maybe he put up the wrong band. I mean, sometimes the ref puts up the wrong arm and then changes it. I don't, I don't know that he's really got a clear definition of stalling in, oh. in his mind. Was that Stutzman or was it Mattine that was in the center there? Anyway, one nothing. Uh, Aguirre falls for Carney, so that makes the score Millard South 19, Carney 10. And Philip Mumi is going to get a chance against a red oh. Alex Vahan. He's going to try and get a pin right back here for Carney High. Boy, that's, that's good. He's a finisher, too. Boy, he's tough. Oh, this looks rough. Mumi pins him in 24 seconds. Mumi with six big ones for Carney High. And that'll cut it to 19 16. Florell nearly out and then gets cradled up and turned, and he's on his back again here at the edge of the mat trying to scoot his butt off the mat here for Amherst. Yeah, Hazen, Florell's absolutely killing it. Three near fall makes it 8-0 Hazen. David City, Valentine. Valentine's up 13-6 as the heavyweights are out there, and Fuller of David City has a 1-0 lead over Fulton, and they are... In the third period with a minute 30 to go, and Fulton is on top here needing to find a way to get a point. And in the Class B match, Platts with 18, Omaha Scott 6 as the 106-pounders come out. Oh, there's a big, big reversal uh, for Florell. That takes the major away. Still only second period, but that's important. He's trying to go to work, too. Jordan Bober is on the mat now, the 26 and 12 senior for Carney against 46 and 2 senior Nathan Rodriguez of Millard South. Nathan Rodriguez had a rough state tournament, 
Or did they bump him up, guys? I don't know, Doug, but over there on uh, Class B, Matt, here we've got Chase, now Chase Larson. He's got him in a cradle there. You know, this is where Scott's strength usually is, is down low here. Yes. They're already behind 18 to 6, and another pin here would be huge. That would be a big deal. Goki's out there. He's, he's, he's helping them out looking for the pin. Boy, guys, and I, I mean, Hazen gets more. It's 13 to 2 now at the end of the second period. I can't say enough the fight in Sam Florell. I mean, yeah. he, he just was in deep trouble again. He is absolutely giving this all he's got. They're going to, uh, Hazen chooses down. Florell cuts him immediately, so they're going to go from their feet. This match here with Fuller and Fulton down here on Class C, it, it occurred last week. Um, similar situation. Nathan Rodriguez of Millard South, he took the third place medal last week, beating Connor Lauchs in that third place match by a score of 6-3. to three. And he got upset. He lost in the quarters to Wes Dawkins. He didn't get upset, but he lost there. And, of course, would have had his other loss in the districts. Yeah, so here Florell, 14-2. They're on their feet. Minute and a half left. Hastings in deep. Oh, my goodness. He's going to take him back. to his back. Because the match. Oh. He's got to get the pin here. Minute 20 to go. He's got all kinds Mason's of time to get, get it. it. He's got to get it here. If he gets off his back, then it'll just be a tech fall. Yep, it'll be five instead of six. He's fighting for a team point here. And look at Florell fight. The match is over. I tell you what, it's tight, though. And, and Florell is fighting his guts out. There's the pin. 458. It took a lot longer than we thought initially. Florell was on his back in the first minute of the match, and he fought as hard as he could, but six more on the board here for Creighton Amherst 24, Creighton 12 as we go to 126 pounds. Bober and Rodriguez at the 120-pound in Class A. Rodriguez gets the escape to start the second period. He leads it 1-0. Yeah, what I'll tell you now, Cumston's going to come out and wrestle Zimmer, who was uh, from Creighton, who was a... Uh, uh, state finalist last year as well. You cannot sleep on Cumston. He he can be up 11 and get pinned, and he can be down by 11 and get pinned. This guy wrestles. Very physical, always comes forward. You're listening to the state duels on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, and Grand Island, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com or Internet Streaming, brought to you by the University of Nebraska. Carney, we are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Yeah, 10-0 down there in Class B. Chase Larson is just pitting it, putting it on Tom Bossert. Getting more bonus there. You're creeping into where Scott's at their best, but you've got, you're starting to put some real hay in the barn here. They are. Bober's hanging pretty tough here on, on Class A. Uh, you know, Rodriguez, 46-2 coming into this match. Bober's. A good wrestler, but boy, you'd think that Millard South would want to be getting a little bit bigger year lead than one to nothing. David City gets the win at heavyweight worth three points, and so Garrett Long of Valentine and Seth Stiskel of David City will go out in the 106-pound okay. match. Doug, here's the deal. They were extreme. The David City heavyweight was mad when he got up, throwing a fit. He's saying he got bit, and, and he's showing the official right now. If he got bit, that would be a that would be a disqualification right. for uh, for and, Fulton, and so that'd be six points instead and it would be of the three. three more. 
And they've even got Shane Allison over there. They're telling him no good. No good on. They're not. I, there's no bite. I don't think. No. Now they're going to go over and talk about it. Here's the trouble with that. Shane Allison is right. Many times you'll get those, you know, on a cross face. It's got to be a definite teeth where you can see it goes like this. Yep, they have to see the marks in yes. there. Have, the other problem with that too is when the wrestler leaves the mat area. Who knows then, right? Right. Yes. Hey, bite my arm. Who, whose teeth? <laughs> whose teeth were those? I'm not saying that he did not did or didn't get bit, but I. If you got bit, you show it while you're on the mat. Okay. I think they're going to keep it the same, which is absolutely what they should do here. Back over in Class A, Nathan Rodriguez getting the takedown here in the third period as a 3-0 lead over Jordan Bober with a minute 20 to go in that match. And Peyton Cumston of Amherst and Garrett Zimmer of Creighton have wrestled a scoreless first period. Yeah, and, and, and this is what Cumston wants. We're going to take a break, be back with more of the state duels, here from some of our fine sponsors. We'll be at UNK right after this. Russell Wilson here. The Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Kids. To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Danny? Danny, where are you? An abducted child is everyone's child. To receive free Amber Alerts on your cell phone, go to wirelessamberalerts.org. A child is calling for help. Brought to you by the Ad Council. As a dad, you probably taught your son how to hit a baseball. But have you taught him what not to hit? Teach him early that all violence against women is wrong. For tips, visit endabuse.org. Brought to you by the Family Violence Prevention Fund, the Waite Institute for Violence Prevention, and Ad Council. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. High school wrestling, the state duels continuing here on Classic Hits. Plattsmouth gets a win, 22-6, a tech fall for Chase Larson of Plattsmouth. They now lead Omaha Scott by that score of 22-6. Uh, in the team race, I think it was 18 to 10, actually. So it ends up being 22 to 6, a major decision. And uh, they will go to the 113 pound match in the Class B championship. In Class C, Garrett Long of uh, Valentine has a 3 2 lead over Seth Stiskel late in the first period. Right now, Valentine leads David City 13 to 9, wrestling at 106 pounds. In Class A, Millard South 19, Jordan Bober of Kearney trying to get some points. The Bearcats have 16, but it's going to be 3-0 Rodriguez, and now Millard South will be up 22-16 as we go to the 126-pound weight class. And in Class D, Amherst 24, Creighton 12. This is the meat of the Creighton lineup, though. Garrett Zimmerer, 35-6 senior, leads Peyton Cumston 2-1 now in the latter portions of the second period. Yeah, and Plattsmouth just got another pin, Doug. Probably not a big surprise on the win there, but... I know Scott was probably definitely hoping for just a decision or a major there. Well, yeah, I mean, I know wow. you're, you've got guns coming, but 20 points is a lot of points. 28 to 6. That is absolutely unbelievable how they've come out. I'm really impressed with Valentine from their bench to how their kids are, their coaches. They're fired up here. You were right about yep. that. 
Peyton Cumston has decided to go bottom here to start the third period, trailing Zimmerer by a score of 2-1. to one. Yeah, this match has gone the way he wants it to go to this point. And Zimmerer's getting frustrated. He was early in the match, too, thinking that Cumston's stalling him out. Pressure's on those guys now, and it's going to be more and more frustrating as they go. These yes. Amherst kids have been around the block. They know how to win, let alone keep a match close. Yeah, and, and close matches don't scare them. <laughs> no. There's no nerves in that. Gabe Crocker on the mat now for Carney High, taking on Austin Kofel, a 28-19 junior for Millard South. Here's one the Bearcats need, guys. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's got to get going. And and another one that they, or someone needs, Omaha Scott Catholic. Now you're into their lineup. Corbin Minks, a junior. He's wrestled in two state tournaments. He's won them both. Here's one. You do not only want him to win here, he needs to pin Ronald Taylor. He really does. Cracker with the takedown leads Kofel 2 to nothing midway through the first period. Back in D. We're halfway through the third period. Cumston has not been able to get off bottom, trailing Zimmerer 2-1. to one. Yeah, and Zimmer's just gone nuts trying to turn him. He's just leg-rode him and leg-rode him. Cumston rolled him out, but those Creighton kids are so good in that position. Oh, potentially dangerous call there, and I think it it was there initially. By the time the whistle blew, I think it worked out of that. But yeah, Tyler just told him, please don't reach back with that yeah. leg in again. Your arm's going to get ripped off. I think he might have realized that on his own after that happened, too. <laughs> He's just about out here going to work for a reversal. My fear is it's going to happen out of bounds. It's step across and splatle him here. And out of bounds they'll go 40 seconds left for Cumston. Just a tie with an escape. Take the lead with a reversal. Gabe Crocker still up 2-0 trying to turn Kofel of Millard South. He's got an arm but you know he's working him towards the edge of the mat and now may give up a reversal and he does. He sure did Doug. He got loose with that technique. And all he's the on way. his back. Crocker might be giving up back points on the edge of the now mat he here. He's, got a, he's in danger of the fall here. Five seconds. Fight it off, Gabe Crocker. And he will. No pin, but trying so hard to get his man turned that he put himself in a bad spot. And instead of being up four or five, oh, that I think no. he's down Cumston's five. Cumston's on his back. Cumston, there was five, five seconds left, but he is. He's pinned. Guys, it was two to one. Cumston was all the way out, was going to get the escape to tie it. He tried to finish to a reversal, went to his back. You go from overtime to just giving up six, 24 to 18. Creighton did what they needed to they do needed through to that, that part one. of the lineup. Down here we've got uh, uh, the long boy, Garrett Long, and Seth uh, Stiskel. Those two... Uh, this is a big match again for David City and Valentine. It's four to four, minute ten left. That's a huge match for Valentine. I think Stiskel, I think, beat him uh, at the duel that they had in Lincoln before this year. This would be a big win for Valentine if they could get it. Yeah, it sure would. And hey. Stiskel on bottom here position in this time match with a minute to go. And Corbin Mink for Omaha Scott did get the pin. So they'll close that to 28 to 12. Kind of get Scott back on schedule a little bit there. Now over in the Class A match, Gabe Crocker oh. gets turned to his back again by Kofel, and now in the middle of the mat with a lot more time, a minute 10 to go. Yeah, now Bryce Zimmer, just a freshman for Creighton, 33 and 13, comes out against Braden Cumston, a junior for Amherst. 
Now you start getting into some of these in the middle part of the lineup where they're flips. Yep, this is going to be this is going to be where this thing's won. I know there's some big things that happened earlier. And Crocker ends up getting pinned over in the Carney match, and that might be all that Millard South needs, especially when you got DeLoa still to come out. 28-16, the pin in 312. Yeah, and Class D, there's the takedown for Zimmer. He's got a 2-0 lead. There's blood all over the mat. And while they take a look at that, we reset. We'll take another break. State Tournament Action brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Your BP dealer in Gibbon and Kearney is Clevenger Farm Products. We would like to wish all the area wrestlers and coaches best of luck. Call today for a CFP fuel card. With Express Gas, you can pay at the pump 24 hours to better serve you. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Back to the state duels here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM. Kearney, Central City, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Uh, let's start with what happened in overtime in Class C. Yeah, in overtime, Seth Disco of David City gets the takedown. So that, that duel is now 13-12, to 12, and honestly, I don't think anybody's going to separate much. I see that thing staying nope. kind of like that I think throughout. we're going back and forth, back and forth here. Stone Mendez is on the mat for Omaha Scott. The former Carney High or Carney uh, resident trailing Justin Williamson of Plattsmouth two to nothing. Wrestling at 126, Plattsmouth leads at 28 to 12. Remember, the final match this year is 160 in Class A. Nick James has come out on the mat and took Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, indeed, <laughs> indeed. In- Tyson or th- is it Tyson? Yes. Tyson. He- Mike. Mike Tyson uh, and is a 46-9 and nine senior, and James, the 40-3 and three freshman, took him to his back, 5-0, and now a couple of reversals, 7-2. He did a high leg over on, on Nick when Nick was trying to hit a Peterson roll. He's on his back. I don't think he'll get pinned here. James, the one in trouble. Yeah, Nick James had hit a big lat drop uh, at the beginning of that match, just got out of bounds there. He got a five-point move off of it. Ended up going out of bounds, and now we got a match here at 7 to 5 after the first period. Class D, Larry. Yeah, and Class D, again, 2 to 1. Cumston is behind here, Doug. Cumston's got to get going, does a nice job. He's trying to get out. He's right on the verge of getting out here. Uh, Zimmer, though, again, super tough. They're going to stalemate him out. God, Cumston's got so much energy. Mm hmm. He does. That Zimmer kid for a freshman, though, he knew right where he's at. He knew what he needed to do. He needed to get the stalemate there, and he did. Zimmer up 2-1, to one, 20 seconds to go in the first period. Cumston on bottom trying to find a way to score here before the end of the period again. Yeah, now I think in Class C, Valentine's going to send one of their hammers out, Jordan Kelber. In Class A, Nick James 
Seven to five with Tyson on bottom to start the second period. James trying to ride him out, get a turn here after getting the first seven points. It's now seven to five. Time runs out in the second period in D. It's or first period in D. Zimmerer of Creighton two to one over Cumston of Amherst, and Zimmerer will choose bottom here in the second. Yeah, and this will be important. Down by one, he's either got to get a hold of that wrist and turn him, or he's going to have to get going on his feet. He's on the verge of giving up a reversal. There it is, four to one. In about eight seconds. Earlier today, the UNK wrestling team qualified eight for the NCAA tournament. They won the West Regional. The Loper basketball teams were both winners today. The the Kearney High basketball team lost at the buzzer to Omaha Northwest. The boys fall 53-51 and back down to D. Yeah, Cumston just got pinned by Zimmer. It is now tied 24-24. Getting down to it. Here comes Trampy. But I got to believe, don't, if, if Creighton could blow this, uh, but they're supposed to get a forfeit here at 38. But you never know. Back you over know, the, we've seen stranger things happen. <laughs> Nick James trying to get a tilt over here, and he is going to get the two near fall points. So James extends his lead over Tyson of South, 9 to 5, with 30 seconds to go in the second period. You know, here at, you know, on the Class C mat, Lester Palencia is supposed to be up wrestling Kelber, but it's not. They're sending out the other Stiskel to wrestle Kelber. They stole one at 106 with with the younger Stiskel kid. This is the older Stiskel. They're going to move Palencia up to 20, and then it looks like they're going to end up uh, bumping up Darrow up to 26 is what I'm guessing here, and that's going to – that was huge winning that match at six. No question. It allows you to do some of this other now. So there's the forfeit down in the Amherst match, and we go to 145. Creighton is up 30-24 to 24 over Amherst with three matches left to go. And I think, don't forget, you got Berg and Klingelhofer to close this thing out. So Dawson Trampy, 21-7 senior against the 25-18 junior Brady Wortman of Creighton. Creighton still got some work to do, even though they're up 30-24. to 24. Mike Tyson has an escape over here in his match against Nick James, and they start the third period both up. James up 9-6. He's in on the shot Splatled. on Tyson. Going he just Splatled. got Splatled. He's got it. And oh, lost, he lost the it. That was slick, though. James in trouble. Did he get a count on it? I don't think we got back not. points there, guys, but we he did didn't. get the takedown. 9-8. James is up. And now on bottom of Mike Tyson to Millard South, Carney has to have this one. Yeah, and it's just tough. Once you take that shot and get splated like that, it makes you so reluctant <laughs> to take another one. Trampy in on a shot here for Amherst. Tries to muscle Wortman around, but can't throw him, and they're going to go out of bounds. A win here by Trampy, I think, is going to set those guys up real yeah, well yeah, for I Amherst. Think end it. Uh, could definitely end it. And the difference in the duel very well could be the fiasco that took place up top. Class A, we've got one minute to go. And Tyson, will they cut him? Will they cut Nick James? They're trying to turn him. He's working him pretty good. James up 9-8. James is very flexible. He's hard to turn because of that. Not much going on on bottom, though, is there? And now James might have a chance to slide out the back door. Oh, he's got a deep half Boy, in. that was deep. He missed the arm missed on the it. way over. Missed it. James Next. comes to his feet. Gets the escape. 
It's 10-8. Now Tyson has to take him down. 25 seconds to go. In on a shot. Tyson at the edge of the mat. He's going to take him. He's trying to go, He's trying to pass that leg, and he does. Yeah, he funk rolled there and passed yep. that leg over his head. Did a nice job. He's got a reverse leg. Reverse leg for Nick James. Nine seconds. He's just going to hold on to that. Three seconds, two seconds. They are not going to give the takedown to Millard South, and Nick James is going to hang on and win it by a score of 10-8. to eight. It's only three points, but three that Carney had to have. It's Millard South 28-19 to 19 as we go to 138. Yeah, a lot of guts there by Nick James. He showed some real guts. He was yep. in trouble there. And Stiskel, to some degree, is doing his job down here for David City against Kelver. That's only 5-1 to one going to the third period. Kelver's leading. Dawson Trampy up on top here, a minute and a half left. He's up 2-0 to zero on Wortman. I said, that's this right here. It's, this is coming down to the match for Creighton here. If they yes. want to win this thing, I think they need to get this one. Going into the 132-pound match for Omaha Scott Catholic, they now trail 31-12. to 12. Jeff Hines of Scott and Ethan Ludwig of Plattsmouth are wrestling at 132 pounds. Trampy's looking to get the pin. He's in really good shape. There's a whole minute left, and I don't... Has to give up the scissor and readjust. Yeah, I don't see Wartman. He's he's struggling. Now Ashton Aarons is taking the mat for Carney. Wrestling one Isaac Deloa <laughs> from Millard South. He's had a fairly decent career. Yeah, not bad. Not so there's, there's a switch for Carney because that's where Longland was down at the state tournament and lost to DeLoe in the first round before winning three in a row to medal. Is that a surprise, guys? Uh, Putting Aaron's out there? I think it's a matter. It's probably a matchup somewhere else that you were looking at. Yep. Oh, now the old double chicken wing. Trampy's going to get sat to his butt. He's going to get the pin. Dawson Trampy ties the duel with two matches to go. Trampy able to get the pin here for Amherst in three minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, they're going to win this thing because here comes Colton Bird. Good luck not getting tilted by that guy. Right. Trying to go four for four in the state duels in the final activity for head coach Tyler Herman and this group of seniors. Ashton Arentz. Hasn't been taken down in the first minute against Aloha. Yeah, and Class C still just 5-2. to two. Stiskel's really done his job. There's another take by Kelber to make it 7-2. to two. Kelber I, needs to cut, cut him. him. I think so, too. He's got 40 seconds left. He, he had a nice level pass there. Oh, he's going to try and turn him here. Uh, coaches are talking about it. They should cut him, but I think so, too. Oh, he might. If he can catch this wrist... He's got his arm on his back. He's trying to hook up a hammer lock. Now he's going to cut him, I think. There's the one. Seven, three. And there's DeLoa. He's got the takedown, and he's taking Aarons to his back. And he's got a chance to pin him here before the end of the first period. Aarons battles, though. Gets off his back. Not even enough for a two count. Nine to three is how it's going to end there for Kelver. They're not happy about it either. Pretty upset. Wrestled so, very well. Stiskel's a pretty right, good yeah, kid. Yeah, he's not bad at all. 
Just the way that that uh, little situation played out with their changes, though, that didn't work out in favor of Valentine, I don't think. Guys, in that Valentine-David City match, Valentine has been deducted a team point. It was 13 forever, and now they have 12. It was 13 to 6, 13 to 9. Now it's 15 so it to 12. Must have been a bite. I'm so, wondering about that bite where they I, were calling for the bite. I because I, I didn't see any unsportsmanlike activity or well, that, anything. That would be three points. Should have been a should have been a disqualification, disqualification, and that would be three points. But from what we've seen here this afternoon, I guess I. And I don't it's, think it's hard our, to tell from up here. I don't think on our track it will tell us that until the end of the match if a point was deducted. So we can't tell you exactly. I just know they had 13 for a long time, and now they have 12. And now it'll be Lester Palencia of David City against Brody Benson of Valentine. Palencia, senior against freshman, way better record, should be the favorite here. Colton Adams of Creighton has uh, tied it at two, and now Burke gets the escape three to two. Takedown reversal escape. Isaac DeLoa has the 3-0 lead over Ashton Aarons of Kearney. A minute 30 to go in the second period, both on their feet. Yeah, and Aarons is wrestling tough. He just gave up another takedown, but he is wrestling tough. And in Class B, some long matches over there in the Omaha Scott Plattsmith match. They're at 132. Plattsmith leads at 31 to 12. Remember, yeah. 160 is it. Yeah, Scott's swinging for the fences here, and they are getting, uh, Hines is getting back points there, but I mean, they're throwing. He's going for the suicide cradle on that, and yes. it really wasn't there. I, mean, I think they now know what they're going to have to get done if they want a chance to win this thing. Well, they just tech fault him if he can't pin him, and he's not going to pin him. That's going to be it. That should be a 15 to nothing win for Jeff Hines of Omaha Scott as time will expire in the second period. So that's five points, 31-17. Plattsmith will still be up as they go to 138. Valencia is on top down here with the takedown on, on Brody Benson and Start watching out for cradles here. He'll come right to the cross face to the shoulder. Choke you a little bit, and then cradle you up. Colton Berg now has a 4-2 lead with about a minute 20 left in the second period. They're on their feet. Got the escape to take the 4-2 lead here on bottom to start the second. Isaac DeLoa, a 5-0 lead over Aarons of Carney. Still 20 seconds to go in the second period. Yeah, Burke. They're wanting Burke I, to get going. But. I tell you what, I, I thought this match would probably be over by now, right? I did Honestly, too. Honestly, uh, you know, Burke came out, took him down real easy. Then next thing you know, it's, it's turned into what looks like an even match right now. Yeah, no question. Burke's, Burke's in deep on, on a leg. On a good shot. He's going to get two here, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Maybe Ad not. Adams is around on the ankle, and now he's actually putting himself in a spot where I think he can get a stalemate here. If he can get that outside ankle, he might actually even be able to get a takedown. Nope, stalemate. Wow, that's a dynamite stalemate from him. He was in big trouble there. DeLoa going to work on Ashton Aarons now in the start of the third period. Aarons doing a good job on the scramble. 5 nothing, a minute 30 to go. This would be amazing if Aarons got out of here 5 nothing, 7 nothing. There's going to be a takedown, though. 7 nothing. a minute 20 to go. Can he do it for the next minute 20? Well, I'm sure they'll cut him, no doubt about yep. it. Well, did did they just tell DeLoa to cut, and DeLoa looked at him and shook his head no? I think I saw him tell him to cut. I didn't see. I know DeLoa looked at him. No, he's 
He is shaking his head. Yeah, no. he just flat told him no. Like, I'm tired. Yeah, leave me alone, well, guys. <laughs> I've kind of done a lot for he, you already. Yeah, yeah. If he, if he stops wrestling here, though, Ashton's he's got, got what it takes. That's exactly right. Bailey Vanderpool now the two-time state champ for um, Scott on, Catholic. Scott is going to work up 6-1 to one in the first period. We have a discussion down here on the Class D mat, I believe about a possible score at the end of the period. They're also going to wipe just a tad bit of blood up. But there is a discussion as the second period has ended. As it sets now, Colton Burke of Amherst has a 4-2 lead over Colton Adams of Creighton. The score tied to the duel 30-30. This is the next-to-last match in this championship duel in D here on KKPR-FM. Carney. Grand Island, Amherst, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and Carney Catholic coach Matt Rogers. Yeah, this stalling deal at this thing has just been unbelievable. They've called it when it wasn't, and they stalemated that out. And I mean, yep, that's pretty obvious stalling there on the bottom. And Del- I, I don't understand why Delola did not cut him. I mean, he can take him down, I would think. But well, he pins everybody, right? Well, you know, some, you know, Ashton Aarons is a good kid, right? But, but, uh, so I don't know that you'll pin him, but you. But I'm just saying, Deloa's pinned everybody, right? Well, my goodness, you gotta, you have to secure the major. And Deloa is not going to do it. Five seconds to go, and Ashton Aarons only gives up three team points to the four-time state champion. Well, his coach nice can't be happy. Ashton. You know, last match of his. Uh, Last match of his career. Yeah, that's a great job by Ashton Aarons. Yeah, Honestly, that match was kind of closer than the 7 to nothing no score, question. too. 205th career win comes here in Kearney and wraps up his. Oh, Manili's not happy. Did you just see that? No. He kind of went by and Delo went to shake his hand. Manili crossed his arms and shook his head. That's kind of a me deal instead of a we thing there. That's for sure. Obviously, there's now they're some fighting. Issues. Now they're kind of getting after it. Manili just told him, "Get out of here." Yeah, we told you what to do, and you didn't do it, and you didn't perform. It's a whole different deal if he just gets the job done, but he didn't get the job done. Kind now of... we're down here in D, guys, and this isn't over. Colton Burke now leads Colton Adams four to three with 45 seconds to go, and they're on their feet. He had a tilt look, locked up on him a couple of different times there. He got one stroke, I think, two different times, but he did not get the near fall. And, uh, and so now Workman's up on his, yep. or Adams is up on his feet now. Berg just needs to get his offense going. I think he can get to any shot he wants. And they're out of bounds Don't with just 21 that? seconds to go. Yeah, I think so. Adams looks pretty darn tired here. Yeah, I think Burke's just got to pull the trigger. I don't think he's going to. He'll be satisfied with the three points and leave it up to Klingelhofer to finish the deal. Ten seconds to go. There is a takedown here. Eight seconds takedown here by Adams. There's a stall call. Not going to be enough. And that is going to be it. Got her done. Colton Burke will win his final match of his career. Four to three for the Amherst Broncos and put him up 33-30 in the state duels with just one wrestler to go in Kalen Klingelhofer. Over in A, Parker James, another great wrestler from Millard South in Zach Charity. They are on the mat scoreless through the first minute and 15 seconds. Yeah, guys, I, no matter how this match comes out, 
I'm sure Klingelhofer is going to get the win. Amherst is going to win. You have to go back. There is no question right now that gaff that Creighton had up there cost them the state championship. It, it at least cost them a, a huge opportunity here. Well, I mean, that's a 6-12 you know, point swing. It could have been, yep. I mean, it literally is yep. like a 12-point swing. So we go to the last match here. And down in the Class C match, David City, Palencia gets the win over Benson of Valentine to tie it up at 15, going to 126 pounds. Zach Prahl of Plattsmouth has a 4-1 lead over Hazen Wilson of Omaha Scott. It's 31-23 in the team race there at 145. If I'm, a, if I'm an Amherst coach, wrestler, fan, whatever, and a state championship's on the line, give me a Klingelhofer. <laughs> That's the only way it should be, especially for Coach Herman's last match. No doubt about it. Gets the throw by to a takedown. Plattsmith just got the pin. Zach Prawl pins Hazen Wilson from Scott Catholic. It is now 31-23. So Scott had made the big 37, run. 37-23. Wow. Scott had made the big run back. And Scott's going to have to finish it. Can they get him? No, that's it, right? That's it, guys. 45, 52, and 60. You got 18 points. We're coming up to 45. Okay, my bad. So there's still a chance for Scott. There is a chance. But they've got to not only win, they've got to get bonus. 2-0, Kalen Klingelhofer of Amherst over Tyler Steuben of Creighton. Final match. All Klingelhofer has to do is win, but you know he wants to finish it in style for the Broncos. Seven consecutive state championships in Omaha and uh, about five minutes or less away from four state dual titles. That's a lot of trophies, Doug. Well, yeah. A lot of trophies. More yeah. than I can put on my mantle, boys. And it's there about over He's right now. Klingelhofer has turned him, has him on his back. Late in the first period, there's the stick, and it's over. An era in Amherst Wrestling Comes to an end here as Tyler Herman, Dave Klingelhofer, and these 14 young men, which was 14 in this duel, 13 boys because they didn't wrestle at 38, come away with their fourth consecutive state duel championship. And unless Scott can make a major comeback, they'll be the only team that has went undefeated here at the state duels. Yeah, they've been here every year. They've never lost a duel, Doug. That's a big deal. What a coaching job, too, by by Coach Herman this year. I mean, if there was a team that was going to get knocked off uh, in recent years that he's coached, it it would have been this one, I think. But these kids came together, and he he did a heck of a job. Heck of a job. Yeah, he did. It's just unbelievable when you look at it. In 11 years, only one time out of the top two. That's 10 trophies plus four here. That's 14 big giant ones with the little gold wrestler on them that's in that place in that span, not to mention the ones that they'd won uh, previous. That's a big deal. Hey, Larry, Amherst historian. Yes. You want me to make it better? Okay. You're off one. Eight total team titles, three runners up, and four yeah. here, yeah. 11 out of 12. Yeah, in 11 years, they've gotten 10, 10 11 out of 12. 12 years? Yeah. That's what Coach told me. Seven in a row. Had one title before that. Three runners up in a row. I believe is. I can check real quick here for That's you. That's a bunch. 
it's a lot either way. That's all. That's how I would put they, it. I think. They were seventh in year one, and then they won it, and then the runner-ups, well, how many ever it was, and then seven in a row here. Unbelievable. What a run. I don't think you'll see a run like that again um, in, in uh, a lower class. You'll get it in A and B because of how things work, but not in, not in C and D. I, I, I don't think so either. Um, you know, these guys are going to be tough still. I will tell for you. Sure. I will tell you the team that they'll have next year is better than this one. Uh, I do know that. They'll, they'll be right in the thick of it next year uh, without question. Back over at Class A. Zach Charity of Millard South leads Parker James of Kearney 11-5, 11-6 now, but he's going to be taken down, it would appear, to make it 13-6 with a minute 45 to go in the match, and then he'll cut him, and unless James finds a big comeback and maybe even gets a pin of Charity, it's going to be over, and Millard South will have clinched it. Millard South wins this, they clinch it. And but now I, Charity's toying with James. But I will say, Doug, Carney kind of did what we thought. They wrestled a tough duel here, uh, acquitted themselves very, very well. Well, James might get a chance here to get a reversal at least on Charity. And he does. 15 to 10, minute 15 to go. Class C, 15-15 there at 126. And Omaha Scott trying to find a way to climb back in this again at 152 pounds. Yeah, see, that is right, guys. 37-23 at 152. So that is over. It is over. It is over. Plattsmouth has won the Class B state championship at the state duels. I love it. I And, and I, you know, Curtis Koch, he's a great guy. He's worked his butt off. Those guys have come come a long ways and just kept gaining momentum, gaining momentum. Uh, they've made it a real team environment there. Charity got the escape over here, and James appeared to have the takedown right in front of the Carney bench, but they say that he was out of bounds, so they'll have a neutral restart with 40 seconds to go. Charity's up 16-10, in on another shot, 18-10. Darrow's trying to put away uh, put away Stephen Young down here. Darrow from David City, state champ at 120. He's got Young on his back here, seeing if he can finish. And, and it will be up to Valentine to answer, because this thing's 15-15, and we haven't yeah. had real separation but a pin here, six is a little separation. He doesn't get the fall. So they'll restart it. Still 23 seconds to go in the second period, 12-1. And we're come to the end of the Class A match. And as we come to the end of the Class A match, Zach Charity of Millard South wins it 18-10 over Parker James of Kearney. And Millard South will repeat as the Class A state dual champion now up by a score of 35-19 to 19 with two matches to go. Yeah, and I just think Carney's had a tremendous season. They're going to get second in both events. Uh, what a job. Uh, there's, I don't know, they've got like uh, 42 different coaches. Uh, I, I wouldn't know where to start, but I really <laughs> but mean. They are, yeah, 70 wrestlers, so they kind of need Yes. They need that. I, I mean, these guys have just done such an amazing job. You know, when you've got energy like a Brian Hagen, and, and he brings such positive energy to our sport, you know, when he was at Gibbon um, as a coach and a wrestler, he did so well. Won a national championship here for the Lopes. He's run that Matt Katz Pro. I mean, I mean, you're talking about a guy that has a, such positive energy for kids. And then you put all those technical pieces around in that staff. They're going to do well. Yep, yep. They're, they're still on the rise. I, I look for them to continue to get closer, better and better. I mean, they're going to. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time before they finish on top here. They've been in the hunt. 
Um, and this is a good performance these last two weeks. But, you know, they had, they had no one in the finals last weekend. But uh, that's gonna, they're going to be hungry for it. That, that'll change. Once they get, start getting those guys in the top two, top one, top two, they're going to be uh, winning, bringing home the big trophy. Well, yeah, you start looking at guys like the James boys. It's hard to believe they're not going to walk in that parade at some point, yep. you know. Trevor Bigelow of Kearney is out there against Connor Olin, a 42-5 and junior from Millard South. Boy, South just Pretty just loaded. stacked. You kind of forget about it. Yeah. I mean, you, you know they're good, yeah. but you start talking about them individually. They are loaded. And you know what, guys, getting back to Amherst here for just a minute, uh, as Darrow tries to get the pin, doesn't look like he's going to get it. It's going to end up being a tech fall. Yeah, it will. By a score of 18-2, to two, one of the listeners just texts me, not only do they run the table in wrestling, this is a Class D school that has an undefeated boys basketball team that's, that's going to try point. and do something. Obviously, that would have, if, they, if they find a way to get through all the teams like St. Cecilia and Winnebago and win a state championship, no one has ever done that. They, they've, got a, they've, got a good, uh, they've got a nice team. Well, yeah, and, and that football team this year, I think, was a one-loss team is all. I mean, very uh, accomplished group. It's a community that does well. It's a community that comes together, bands behind things, and pushes. Uh, it isn't just a wrestling community, uh, though what they've done has, you know, uh, been very historic. And no doubt about got, that. I think what else is historic, guys, is all the wins that we've got in a row for Amherst. But Scott's is going to come to an end. That, that's, a, that's an equally big story here. And I don't know if it's they weren't as... If this wasn't the same team they took to districts, maybe that they brought here to the duels today. Here's the only thing I'm going to say, Doug. Plattsmith is a single win in the first round last week or a single pin anywhere in that tournament last week. That's all they were away from being the state champion in the the, um, individual tournament as well. This Plattsmith team is really good. And and, and again, I'm going to say it, Coach Goki, he's very involved in the summer with Nebraska wrestling. He's a coach that's very well-liked, does a lot of things, and he's built this team. Those guys, uh, yeah, they've got a team. They could have, should have. I mean, it was more or less, like you said, one match difference between winning the tournament last week. It's not a fluke, that's for sure. Over here in Class A, still action going on here on Classic Hits at the State Duels. We'll give you all the results when these two or three mats are done here. Still a lot of work to do in Class C. They're only at 132. A and B are up to 52. And Class C is the only one that's still in doubt. David City leading Valentine 20-15. to 15. And Plattsmith will lose here at 152. Billy Higgins, but only 9-3, to three, so... 37 to 26 as they go into the final match. And Connor Olin was on bottom to start the second period, so he has an escape. He leads Trevor Bigelow 1 0 midway through the second period on their feet at the edge of the mat. They'll come off and restart. Class, yeah. class C down here, we've got Wyatt Phillips bumped up to 32. You got two back to back state champs. You're able to do stuff like this. Uh, the long kid here from Valentine is he's a good wrestler. He's a, a young kid, but uh, I tell you what. The matchups that it created, they got that win at six. That was huge. And then they only had the decision at, at uh, or maybe a major at, at 113. And then it just set up uh, David City well right. here. And there it is. Plattsmith is going to forfeit at 160. And the final score is Plattsmith 37, Omaha Scott 33 in Class B. Yeah, that's a big one. That's just such a big deal. 
Uh, no doubt about it. They're going to shake him up and get the big trophy. You know, we talk about Carney and what they've got going on and so on. And, uh, you know, they're very young, you know, as, as far as the staff and things like that. But I talk about Brian Hagan. You know, I just got a text from one of the guys that Shane Rockefeller over at Gibbon who always listens to our stuff. You know, to, to put this into perspective, Shane Rockefeller at Gibbon was a state runner-up in 1993. Hagan was his head coach. <laughs> Hagan's been doing this a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, uh, He's got young energy, though. Yes, and it's so important to have that. You know, Doug's talked a lot about in the last couple of weeks, Carney is right there right now. What is it going to take for them to take that big step? And I think it's those things. It's, it's that nucleus of what's going on. We're going to take a break here at the State Duels. Trevor Bigelow of Kearney will choose bottom as they start the third period, trailing Connor Olin of Millard South 1-0. We'll be right back. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Go see Carl and the gang at Stadler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at State. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Heading into the home stretch of the 2016 Nebraska Duels, brought to you in part by Nebraska Land National Bank, Doug Duda, Carney Catholic coach Matt Rogers, Larry Baker, as, uh, again, a big thank you to those gentlemen back at the studios, Jeff Ekstrom, our producer and engineer. And Bigelow has not been able to get off bottom over there in Class A, guys. Uh, this is Trevor's final match, 34-6 senior, Olin Ossel, a stud, and it's one nothing. And now he's going to get the reversal. Olin tried to get the uh, near fall, and he lost the head, and Olin is now down 2-1. Now Bigelow's up there working hard on top. He's probably not going to do anything real crazy here, try and ride a little clock. 40 seconds to go in the match. Millard South has already captured the Class A state title. They're up 35-19 to 19 with these two matches left to go. In Class C, Wyatt Phillips has had Caleb Long and Valentine on his back a couple of times. Hasn't been able to finish him. He's up 10-0 as they go to the third period. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We talk about this quite a bit, how many of these teams sometimes will take on the personalities of their coach or those characteristics. You know, and if you know Shane Allison... Uh, or Kelber at all, the one thing that comes to mind with both those guys is tough. Yeah. They're tough, tough. And when you watch the Valentine wrestlers wrestling right now, it's just gritty tough. Trouble over here in A. Allen trying to get the reversal on Bigelow. 15 seconds to go. Bigelow trying to keep the leg. Edge of the mat. Going to get at least an escape here. Right? Yeah, there it is. 2-2. Two, two. Five seconds to go. Olin takes a quick shot. And we are headed to overtime at 152. I haven't had a lot of overtime today. We're going to get one here. So that was a really good shot, actually, by Olin there with not much time left. He about finished that. Down here on Class C, we've got uh, Long actually got a reversal here as uh, Phillips was trying to be aggressive, get, get the tech fall here, and he was going for a tilt. 
Long's on top. Uh, we saw Phillips last week. He didn't like to be on the bottom very much. Um, and Long's going after it. Yeah, Phillips caught his wrist and now he's reaching over the leg, kind of trying to kind of lazy roll through. Overtime in Class A. 2-2, Trevor Bigelow, Carney, Connor Roland, Millard South. Those are the final two mats to go. Plattsmouth, your Class B champion. Amherst in Class D. And, oh, Bigelow went for the shot, lost it, and Olin fell on him. And that's all it took. Oh, and they're mad. They wanted it to continue to get the pin. Uh, Millard South, furious. Now, what's the matter? over. I agree. Yeah. That's, yep. What are they mad about? Yeah. They're giving run sportsman like on Millard South. They're throw dugout is what they're going to do. They just told him. Did you see him point at him and tell him? So nonetheless, it will be a win in overtime for Connor. Oh, no. Yeah, no. They gave it to Bigelow. Yeah, Bigelow wins the match. Okay, Doug. Oh, boy. Now what? I know why they're upset. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. My mistake. Wow, guys. We all missed that one. Bigelow on the shot. They hit the mat. It sure looked like Olin rolled right over on him and got the takedown. Carney gets a gift. He must have gave him the two immediately. Hmm. Yeah, that must have been the deal. Immediately? You're going to have to find a term quicker than immediately for that. Instantaneously. There you go. Instantaneous two. Now let's see if they even wrestle a 160-pound match. Looks like there's a couple guys ready to come out there. And it's all over down here. Wyatt Phillips of David City wins it 14-2 over Caleb Long. So he gets four, not the five or probably six that everybody thought that he would get. Yeah, and that'll make it 24-15, David City. David City bumps up Melvin Hernandez to wrestle Eklund from Valentine. And Eklund's a dangerous dude. This, this ought to be a fun match. Yeah, I'm glad sure. we're going to get to see this one. Yeah, and it's still only at 138 pounds. This yeah. thing is over by no stretch. Eklund will put people on his back. He does, he's not afraid to reach back, chin whip, all kinds of stuff. He'll step over anything. Yeah, and he had, you know, he's got something to prove here with uh, how his state tournament ended last week. Hernandez, the yep. state champ at 132 for David City. And it'll be Trey Gruby getting the final match of the year for Carney against Braden Trimble of Millard South. 37 and 14 for Trimble, 22 and 11 for Gruby. They're both juniors. Yeah, Eklund's, Eklund's coming I'm, around. I'm going to say I'm I'm having a hard time seeing Hernandez beating Eklund. I honestly I don't. But I mean he's good. But boy, Eklund's Eklund's dangerous, and like you said, he's got something to prove this week. Yeah, and the thing is with Eklund is is he's super tough. He's fairly technical, and he's like funky and crazy. Yep. And, and that just is a terrible combination if you have to wrestle him. That's for sure. Is there blood there? Looks like they're working on Hernandez's mouth, lip maybe bleeding a little bit. Back to action in Class A. Groovy of Carney and Trimble of South. Little active, but no scoring here. No real good shots in the first 45 seconds. Gruby takes one. It's well countered by Trimble, though. Yeah, they're going to exchange drinks down here. And Trimble with a throw by gets the takedown. Braden Trimble of Millard South 2-0. Yeah, they're going to get them back started. 45 seconds, no score. 
for blood time there on uh, blood time for Groovy. One thing uh, as we kind of come down to the home stretch here, uh, Larry, especially, we've seen some notable individual either upsets or accomplishments here at the duel. Now, DeLoa, his 205th win is here by far the most. He already had set that uh, before they got to the state tournament. First guy to ever get to 200, he finishes with 205. But uh, am I missing anything? Any other notable individual accomplishments or big upsets today? Uh, Ignacio Rivera did get beat a state champion, so that kind of string continues. But uh, anything that was out of the ordinary? Yeah, no. I mean, I think you get Isaac DeLoa, of course, just that has to be mentioned. What an amazing career. Omaha Scott Catholic getting beat. They're leaving here with the smaller trophy for the first time. Amherst's incredible run, along with uh, uh, the changing of the guard that's going to happen over there. Uh, I will say this, Doug, this has been the best state dual tournament that we've had of the four. And you say that, why? Uh, Just so competitive. I I, I felt like we had really good wrestling all day. We didn't have, we had very few of those duels that just were meaningless and, and didn't matter. Lots of duels that came down to the end. All the top flight schools brought their best kids and wrestled. Um, and we had we, we had Scut go down, so that was a deal. Amherst got really pushed, came down to the last match. Like, Twice. Yeah, like we had a lot of that stuff. We haven't had that in the past. Trey Gruby taken to his back in the first period, and Trimble is going to get the pin at the 134 mark, and that will officially bring an end to the Kearney High season. State runner-up to Millard South, both in Omaha and here in Kearney. That Millard South has got a great team this year. I, they are solid. Kearney has nothing to be ashamed of out, of out of their performances. But, boy, like you said, I mean, they've got so many guns, you, don't even, you can't even remember them all. That's right. It's just crazy. Millard South, 40. Kearney High, 22. The final score in today's duel. And all that's left is Class C. And what we don't want to see at this point is blood time. And that's what we've got. Yeah, Melvin Hernandez, when he walked over, I mean, it was gushing out of his nose. And that score remains scoreless. With 15 seconds to go in the first period, we're at 138. Still have 45, 52, 60 for a state championship. And uh, David City trying to bring it home. David City, Amherst, and Millard South would all get both trophies. Plattsmouth denies Scott. They flip-flop the trophies. Yeah, Eklund's doing exactly what you said, Coach. He's game. He's on the bottom here. What he, what he, what he, oh, nope. Hernandez is going down. But he's he's a he's a dangerous kid. I tell you what, um, that blood that blood may end up being a big factor later on because uh, Eklund can put people on his back, and if he starts bleeding, <laughs> that might save him. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and and Hernandez is good. Like I said, he's a state champ. But this is just a great matchup. Yeah, it is. Sometimes guys like Eklund, too, when he gets his chance to go down, that's where guys that are funky like that are the most dangerous. That's yep. right. Nebraska baseball falls in 10 innings to Arizona, 11-10. to 10. That's after getting beat 17-5 to 5 last night by San Diego, who scored eight in the first. And uh, Nebraska out at the Tony Gwynn Classic, where you know what? Weather probably not a whole lot better there than it was here today. It's beautiful today. Got me me some steaks sitting out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nice. What time do we need to be over? Um, Just after church, about 12.30? Yeah, about 
No, I go early. <laughs> I'm making divots tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go play golf. I, uh, oh, nice duck here, but Eklund's not afraid to whip this chin. Oh, he's going to give it up. Now Eklund's got a score. Escape and takedown there by Hernandez. And One then, minute. Like every David City wrestler dating back to the Stone Age, he immediately <laughs> throws the leg in. Three to nothing. Eklund of Valentine leading Hernandez of David City, the state champ from David City. But Eklund's one of those Ek, yeah, guys who throw a leg in and roll around with him. This is not, not a, a good big idea. deal. Yeah, this is not, not a big deal for Eklund, I don't think, but Hernandez is looking real tough up there. Still a ton of time left, and this has been. You, you can tell this round has lasted the longest. It means a little bit more here, obviously, in the championships. Yeah. Well, just the matchups are a lot more even. Um, we knew this this particular duel was going to have a lot of even matches. And well, yeah, I mean, you got two guys down there right now that have both walked in the parade in their careers. Whoa, that's a quick, potentially dangerous. Uh, maybe he's got blood. Yeah, that, it is. Because I was just going to say, Trampy's one guy in a million years I could wouldn't want to rip that. Yes, he'll <laughs> let it happen because through his career, he ripped lots of arms off. Let me tell you yep. right now, he did. We'll take a break. Be back with more of the state wrestling duels. We're not going to leave you hanging. we got to let you know who the Class C champion is. We'll stay with you until that point. We'll be back after this on Classic Hits. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Tubbs Pub in Sumner offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today, a proud supporter of all area wrestlers. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. Welcome back to the State Duels here at the University of Nebraska at Kearney, brought to you in part by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Matt Rogers. As the Class C champion is the only one that hasn't been determined, Billard South beats Kearney in A. Plattsmouth beats Omaha Scut in B. Amherst is able to defeat Creighton 39-30 in D. The A was 40-22. The B was 37-33 with a forfeit, by the way, at the end by Plattsmouth. So Scut got six there. Here in Class C, your score is David City 24, Valentine 15, yeah, and Eklund caused a scramble there right at the end that just about worked in his yep. favor. And he goes down right away here, third period. Trailing three to nothing. I believe we had the score flipped there. It is Hernandez leading three to nothing, right, gentlemen? Right. Yeah, he got an escape and a takedown in well, that second period. While they scramble here, let's remind you that district basketball and state tournament action comes your way this upcoming week here on Classic Hits and our network of stations. We've got a little scramble here. Yes, coach. Here comes Eklund. If he can get that leg in, he's got an Olsen roll there. The two. Oh, two reversal there. He's got a minute 20 left here. Coaches are telling him to cut him. Kelber's got his hands in the air. 
Palms up. Don't waste time. They're, they're I'd get rid of him. They're thinking and waiting here, but I don't think you're going to see a David Kitty City kid just roll over for you. No, I'd cut him. State champion trying to turn him. Looking for an inside cradle. Minute to go in the match. Three to two. Hernandez. That was close. That was close. Just well stay on it. He's still got a minute. Should be getting a stalling call here, and he did right here. And Trampy does it emphatically by slapping the mat when the he gives it. The old mat slap. That is it. And there's plenty of time to get another one. Yes, there is. Yep. Attention, red. But now he's in on that single here. He can eat a lot of time. They go out of bounds. So a restart, 35 seconds to go. Hernandez leads it 3-2. He's on bottom. And he's bleeding. All right. Now I don't know if I cut him because you're going to get a stall, but it will just get it within one. We'll yeah. tie it. Yeah. If Hernandez is smart, no, if he gets out there to him. the side like that again, he does need to maybe try and lock on a leg again. But yeah. it looks like Eklund kind of knows what he's trying to do. But Yeah, I think, I, I think cutting him now is dangerous because he's going to be able to stall and the point doesn't hurt him. Right. Yep. Again, getting back while we have the blood time here. Monday night, we will follow the Amherst boys as they take on Bridgeport. And that will be taking place out at Mid Plains Community College in North Platte, a 7.30 tip time. That's good. So it's a little half hour later getting back. 7.30 tip time for Amherst uh, in, in their game against Bridgeport. Did you just see what Coach Kelver did? No. He was talking to him about neck whipping. And it is, uh -huh. yeah, yep. he was... He was telling him. Yep. Asked Jack Keating about that. One of our Carney Catholic guys, he got he got whipped. And it was tight. Also, yeah. It was tight. Also on uh, Tuesday, uh, we will have action. Uh, we will also have action on the Breeze 94.5 Monday, Adams Central Central Catholic. And the St. Cecilia boys will be on 1230 KHS. And here they do cut him. So here we go, 4-2. Here it is. Yeah, he's Hernandez in on a single. He's trying to crack him down. You know, Eklund's not on the head. He's going across for the ankle there. He's got to break that lock. Hernandez is going to hold on as hard as he can he, here. He needs to high leg that. Oh, yes. Oh, Eklund needed to go Get to the, the elbow. hands. Yes, and, and high leg there. 4-2 yep. on a restart. Eklund knows he needs to go. Takes a shot at there Hernandez. There should be another stall call coming here. Yeah, pushes him Eight off the seconds. Oh, boy. It's going to be tough for Eklund to get the two here. And a win here by David City would be really tough to overcome. Yeah. Eklund just can't get him, and that's going to be the end of the match. Hernandez wins it by a score of 4-3. to three. They do ding a stall call with a second to go. So the official score will be 4-3, to three, and now David City is up 27-15 to 15 with three matches to go, so it's not quite over yet want to get back to the hoops Tuesday we will have the Kennesaw Elm Creek match here on Classic Hits Axtell will take on Southwest on ESPN Radio and then we've got the Giltner boys taking on Juanita Palisade on the breeze 94.5 the area girls teams Carney Catholic has uh, drawn a first round uh, matchup at 2 o'clock on Thursday in the uh, state girls basketball tournament they're looking good, Doug. Hopefully this is the year. And I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I shut it down. Who are they playing, Matt? I, I can tell you uh, the other three matchups. It's Pierce, Shadron, Lincoln, Christian, Mitchell, and uh, Ord is taking on um, 
Louisville. Who's the oh Norfolk Cat uh, Bishop Newman? They're playing Bishop playing Newman. Bishop and this Newman is going to be two. the teal matchup again. Yeah, the teals will get to see each other. And they then have we'll, any teals left at Newman? We'll have Kennesaw. They are the eight seed in D one. That's at three forty five. And then of course Hastings Saint Cecilia and Hastings High. They have night games. Hastings at seven and Saint Cecilia's at eight forty five. Coming up on Thursday, and then the boys state tournament one week from Thursday and. A lot of our area teams trying to get qualified. So here we go. Hudson Pierman of Valentine, 37-6 and six junior against Lee Betson, a junior with 15 wins from David City. And Valentine is supposed to win this, and they, they need, need to get six. They need a pin here. Pierman is not necessarily a, known as a pinner. He's got a real nice uh, boot scoot duck and a fireman's. But I got to think that that uh, Benson's been kind of schooled on that a little bit. Well, the deal is, ever since David City started the bump game, when they bumped all those guys up, they've reeled they off 12 them. straight. Yeah. Yep. Does Valentine have a chance, Larry, with these last three matches? Yeah, I mean, yes, but uh, I think it's just been too many. you got to get six here and cut it in half. They need six here, and then they're going to have to have Papa, or they're going to have to have O'Keefe, Pull something against Papa. It's Which been overtime tough. before, and then they, and then you got uh, David City. will have Valentine at at 160, and that kid's a that kid's a hammer. Yeah, I I just it's going to be a tall order here. Va, uh, David City was able to get ahead of him on the coin flip, and when they got ahead of him on the coin flip, there was nothing that Valentine was able to do. Valentine wrestled super tough in all those matches. That's for they sure. Did. And, guys, as the wrestling season winds down, it's been talked about a little bit at a time, but next year, next year, there's going to be a whole lot of stories, aren't there? I mean, we, got, we had a lot of sophomores, freshmen, juniors this year. Uh, we had a four-timer. We're going to have a chance to have more than that next year. We've got the change in the D champion coach. We're going to have Omaha Scott not winning. But we're going to have a lot of kids back next year. Yeah, and here's, here's one of the cool things I think right now about uh, wrestling in Nebraska. In the old days, if you had somebody win it at a freshman, or at maybe at a sophomore, pretty they good were, chance. They were going to win it the rest right. of the way. That through. is not the case anymore. No. That is not the case. We have state champs go down all the time now. The wrestling has just gotten so much better. Uh, you know, the kid that won it as a sophomore, you knew he was probably going to be a three-timer, and that is not the case anymore. So there are a lot of stories, Doug. I think kids used to hand it over a lot, and a lot of them still do, but there are still other guys out there that they're not afraid to, not afraid to go out and take it to them. That's right. Pierman's got the escape there. It's 3-0. to zero. Do you believe that these four teams are the, the four state champions from last week? are the four favorites going into next year. Oh, I haven't uh, looked no. at it enough. but No, David City will not be the favorite next year in C. They, they're graduating a lot, of, a lot of seniors, a lot of points from that state tournament, although they'll, they'll still be tough. I think Valentine's going to be right in there again. They, yeah, they really aren't losing a lot, and they're going to be angry. No, Valentine <laughs> is fairly young. They're going to be good in football. They're fairly young. Uh, you are right there. And C's the deal where um, – Sees a cyclical deal with um, runs of kids because it's so competitive. It's the most competitive class. 5 nothing right now. Pierman, uh, Valentine up with a minute 12 to go in the second period. But I do think Amherst probably uh, will be the favorite in D with what they bring back. Maybe not as, as big of a favorite. I um, agree with you. You know, Class A... 
it's still tough for outstate Nebraska. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's tough to deal with that. And a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with coaching. I mean, we've got some really good head coaches down here, but Matt, you know, it takes a lot of great assistant coaches to have a good year. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Right. That's you know, we're trying to get over the hump. So maybe if we can get a really good assistant that's, coach. That's exactly what I thought was, was, was the stars have done such a good job being close. Well, speak of the devil, there's Kenny Luther. <laughs> if, if we can't give Kenny a shout-out on the radio, then it's not worth our day. Hey, I said it? something nice about Kenny today when the Creighton coach got kicked out. I said if Matt ever goes, Kenny that's will right. be able to handle the show. And there's Pyramid with the Firemans. No yeah, he's holding two back points there. I think. Nope, I don't think just so. Just gave him two takedown. Seven to one with 15 seconds to go in the second period. You're right. Really hasn't ever been a tight near fall situation no, here. Right here, what I do with this third period, if I'm Pierman, is I just get going on my feet. I try to get as many as I can. One of them will end up in a spot where I can turn him. I don't think Pierman's going to turn him from just a parterre position. You know what I mean? Nope. This kid's been in a practice room full of turners. Guys that can turn people, so I think he's going to be able to stay off of his back. I just light the fire on my feet and get as many as I can. That is the choice, both up here, to start the third period. And Pyramid of Valentine with a 7-1 lead over Betson of David City. But you can't hang out. If you want to get that going, you got to go. But he's wrestling on the ground. You see Betson, he's getting low. So if he, when he gets taken down... He's not getting that five-point move. Belly's the next spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's, see how far his knees are apart? He's getting yeah. his knees spread. He knows he's going to get taken down. Got him. Yes, right there. Pyramid just needs to get it going now, get on a roll, because then you'd have a chance to break Benson. You know what I mean? Yep. He's wrestling on the edge of the mat. He's staying low. He hasn't been worn for stalling. Now he comes back to the center circle. A minute 15 to go in the match. And this one isn't like the Amherst situation where you knew coming into those last two matches they were probably going to win. I mean, you've got two competitive matches. That's right. You've got O'Keefe and Papa, and then you've got Valentine and, and, uh, and uh, uh, DJ, DJ Stefan. Now he's got him on his back. Cradle That's him why up. you cut him. Oh, but he lost, he lost him. It. Now he got it back. Got to catch that arm. Now he's it, coming into that Chauncey. Oh, he's coming over the top with it. I just stayed out to the side, but 45 seconds to go. Kids these days. Got it. There it is. Pearman picks up the pin at the 519 mark. See, that's why I say just keep going on your feet. Yep. One of those takedowns will find the back. 27-21, David City. Two matches to go for the Class C State Championship. Now, if Valentine can win the last match means something if david city wins here they win the class c state championship yeah that was the deal we said that was the, a key match there david city or excuse me valentine just needed to cut it uh in half there this should be a good match o'keefe they've actually split this year i think the last time they went into overtime uh papa meddled high at state o'keefe got beat out so we'll see what difference in week makes this will also be a deal if you can keep Papa's legs from getting in on top of you. He gets a leg in, and he's a cradling son of a gun. That's he's right. good at it. He's really good on top. Already, Millard South, Plattsmouth, and Amherst have claimed the dual championships. Class C, we've been wrestling a long time with the other mats silent. It's Jake O'Keefe 
Valentine, Dustin Papa, David City. And what's the story on O'Keefe with the short season? O'Keefe, O'Keefe and uh, Coleman both, I think, had injuries this year. I'm not exactly sure what had happened to him. Um, but he's, he's a good wrestler. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the O'Keefe's uh, a generation ago were tougher than nails, too. Got an elevator company, don't they? You know, I don't think that's the same O'Keefe's. <laughs> well, we're going to have our first points here. David City, Papa's going to be in on a takedown minute halfway in the first period. O'Keefe just sat there a minute. He needed to keep wrestling comes that cradle. That. That's unbelievable. Papa trying to set it up here. Papa's so long. You know, he's got those long arms. He, he is a tall 52-pounder. One thing about this match, though. It could go two minutes straight here in the first period. That hasn't happened in a long time here. Oh, boy. Could. It looks got... like we might get a stalemate. <laughs> yeah, he's got both boots in. If it's not a stalemate, it's not going to be pretty for O'Keefe. That's... O'Keefe did a nice job pressuring back yep. into him, and now he's flat again. 15 seconds to go in the first period. 2 nothing, Papa. Not where you're going to win this match, though. No, he's got, he's got to stay out of that spot. It'll be interesting to see what Valentine does with their choice. Being under Pop, Pop is just not a great thing, you know? No, I think he's going to have to go both. I, I would go both up. Yeah, I agree. We That's... tried that before with Feldner and Papa, and it did not work. And it will be David City Choice. They'll defer. Valentine. They went down. Takes down with O'Keefe. And Shane really didn't no, think much about it. The, the thing with Papa is he's really good at the cradle if he sets it up with a leg in, but a lot of the times recently I've noticed he's just jumping right over the top for it and – and if you, you know it's coming, up. if you know it's coming, then he then he doesn't get it. But man, he's good at it though. The state high school duels here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's exactly what he did there, Matt. He just dove in, and quickly they'll go I, off the mat. I think he's smart going for that far ankle, but then he should go to his leg. Um, here in a little bit, you might see. We'll, we'll be able to tell what he's going to do when he loads up. If he loads up high on his back. He's going right immediately over the top for the cradle. While they continue to wrestle, let's try and give you some recap from earlier today in Class A. Fifth place, Omaha Burke over Millard West, 38-25. Third place, Grand Island over Columbus, 36-33. Championship, Millard South over Kearney, 40-22. In Class B, fifth place to Gretna over Adams Central, 42-36. Third place, Bennington over SCOTUS, 35-34. Championship, Plattsmouth over Scott, 37-33. In Class C, fifth place, Aquinas over Central City, 42-33. Third place, Battle Creek over North Bend, 47-31. And, of course, we're here in the championship with two matches to go. 27-21, David City leading Valentine. What do we got going, boys? Well, we got... Okay. Should be a stall- just yeah, he's calling for a stalling call, but he should have been working on getting out. No, I think he said I was. Ble- he's bleeding. Oh, are you kidding? No, kids should never do that. Kids do that a lot of times. They'll show the official and want it to stop. The official will never stop it in an imminent well, scoring yeah, spot. Yeah, he was, he was the one that was going to score the points there, if anything. So Yeah, he'd done a wonderful job getting to his feet. O'Keefe is the one that is. Taking the blood time, let's go back to Class D. Fifth place today to Elkhorn Valley over Sutherland, 46-33. Burwell over Sutton, 51-28, takes third. And in the championship, Amherst over Creighton, 
39 to 30. One thing about it, Larry, it's the longest state duels we've had so far. I don't know. I've been here over 12 hours. That's competition right there. That's parody. That is parody. That's why it's been such a good one. No, Keith, he's got her plugged up now. He's ready to go. You go through a district, through a state, through a dual state, there's going to be a little blood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A lot of bumps and bruises. These guys are going to rest well this weekend and next get, week. Get fat, do a little eating, do a little resting. I think they will. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people waiting around in this gym right now going, come on, boys. We want to get home. We want to get home to Omaha. We want to get home to well, Plattsmouth. We want to get home to our our the golf course at Carrow. <laughs> no, home, Doug. What home I home to Larry Baker. Home to Millard. What a really cool um, deal if O'Keefe can get a win here, and this baby come and the whole gym is watching, and this state championship comes come down, down to, to a last match. match. Yeah, that would be cool because it's going to be a good match. Yeah, regardless. But right now, Papa got the takedown midway through the second first period. Rode out O'Keefe. O'Keefe, his choice, took bottom. Has not been able to get out. 30 seconds to go in the period. Yeah. And it'll be Papa's choice in the third. This was the dangerous part about going down is you didn't give yourself a chance. You got the stalemate there. So he's going to have one more opportunity, it looks like, to possibly score. Coach yeah. Allison's. I don't know what he's telling him to do right there, but I think, I think he was he kind of pleading with get him. Get the heck go. out. Yeah. Yes. 20 seconds. There he goes. Sit out, turn in. He's got the head. He got the one. Wow. There. That was easy. Ah, Coach Kelber just looked up and said, yes. Like, <laughs> oh, gee, many crickets. So two to one. Nothing cheap here for either guy. I'm sure you're going to think probably, what, three to one, boys, and that's where they'll be wrestling most of this third period. Do you cut him or do you go ahead and give her a shot here, Matt, to turn him? What would you do? With O'Keefe, I don't know. If I had Joe Feldner on top of him, I'd try and turn him for a sure. minute. Then I'd take him down. Because Joe did turn him, actually. Feldner, the state right champion here. at 152. And it looks like O'Keefe does what well. Yep, he lost him, him, so he'll nope, cut him. No problem there. So it's 3-1. to one. Papa leads it. If Papa wins, David City is your state champion. If O'Keefe wins, Valentine still has a chance. A minute 40 to go. Yeah, O'Keefe's got to push the pace, though, here. He's got to ratchet up the pressure and start firing bullets. And he's letting Papa play the edge. Don't chase yep. him off. Go back to the center. Minute 28, 3 to 1, Papa. This needs to get some motion here. You can get shots in on him. Lock up again in the middle. Break containment. It's like Papa might fire one off here in a second. Yeah, I think so too. Weak shot, O'Keefe. Minute 10 to go, 3-1, David City and Papa with the lead. This is, this is it for Valentine. They've got a minute here, and they have to get a takedown. No stalls, no penalty points in the foreseeable future. Now the official telling them, let's go. 50 seconds to go. Papa in on a shot, but they'll run him off the mat 47 seconds. I really thought O'Keefe should have stayed in that over and under the way the pushing was coming, get to the edge and give her a shot there. Like I said, Papa's he's actually taller than you think. He can reach down and catch that leg well. Now the clock's not running. That's great for Valentine. My goodness. That's good for Valentine. 
How can we have mistakes like that? We saw it at State, and it's not always personnel, so don't blame the poor guy trying to run it, but they get excited watching it. Yep. And they are going to manually run some time off. 40 seconds. They ran seven seconds off. That's probably very close. Very close. Now 40 seconds to go. O'Keefe's got to get two. Yeah, he's just got to get some motion going. He's not... Absolutely exactly not right. Any his, angles. his feet are heavy, and he's not creating a single angle. He's trying. Well, you know what's going to happen. Bad shot, takedown, pop a 5-1. It looked like he was trying to set up There's a slide the by shot. there. And now this just lets Papa suck time. He's in a head and hole on their feet. 15 seconds. I do like that by O'Keefe. They're trying to go under. He didn't take his hips with him was the problem. 10 seconds, circle out of bounds, yeah, eight. got eight. This is it. Been Pop, no, Pop been no is going warnings. backwards. Nope. O'Keefe needs a miracle. David City ready to win the state title. And nothing's going to happen. And there it is. Papa wins it 3-1 to one over O'Keefe of Valentine to take a 30-21 to 21 lead into the final weight. And Valentine will be the runner-up. And again, David City will be the champion. We'll be back and wrap it up for the state duels right after this. Zimatic and Pleasanton Irrigation offer you big savings choices when you purchase your new system. Order soon and take advantage of both low interest rates and rebates. Pleasanton Irrigation says good luck wrestlers. Hand Machining in Pleasanton is proud to sponsor the area wrestlers. Trust Hand Machining for whatever machining you need. Large jobs or small, Hand is your general machine shop in Pleasanton. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. Shop your hometown-affiliated food store, the Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, where they offer great service and competitive prices on all your groceries, including dairy products, the freshest produce, and meats. It's all here at Kennesaw Market in Kennesaw, proud to support our area wrestlers. This is the New West Post Game Show for the UNK Health and Sports Center, wrapping up the 2016 State Wrestling Duels. And we want to thank New West for taking care of any and all injuries that we had here today at the Health and Sports Center. We can put a wrap on it. They are actually going to wrestle at 160, uh, Valentine of David City and Stephen of Valentine. So Valentine is against Valentine here. These are two really good wrestlers, uh, and they will see what happens here to get things going. We had a clock problem again. I think uh, it's past some of the guys' bedtime. They're missing Denny's. They missed it. For as good as the the action's been, it's kind of been – a few hiccups here and there that may be taking a little bit of the... It's like the, it's like the horse lost his jockey fans. in the final the race. So. But here we go. We're going to wrap it up, give you the final scores, and get on out of here and let you get going about your day. In Class A, your state champion is Millard South over Kearney High, 40-22. to 22. Third place goes to Grand Island. They get the last two matches to beat Columbus, 36-33. to 33. Fifth place, Omaha Burke, a winner over Millard West, 28-25. to 25. In Class B... Your state champion is Plattsmouth, 37-33 over Omaha Scott. Third place goes to Bennington, 35-34 over SCOTUS. And SCOTUS had a chance to win that with their state champion, Dotson, out there in the final match. It was a four-point match, and he only got the decision, and they lost by one. He needed a major to tie. He needed a tech 
or a pin to win it for SCOTUS for third. And, kind and of the, you can't put it all on Dotson. I'm no, just saying you had a state champ out there in the they last They had what they needed. Yeah, yeah well, and, and kind of the thing, when you, you asked earlier, you know, big impressions that came out of today, that was kind of one of them because it kind of went the way of the DeLoa match. Like some of those hammers went out today and in that spot, like, and I, nothing against them from crying out loud, but they just didn't have that fire piece, that you killer. You perfection yeah. from guys like that. And they won. And that's what they're supposed to do, but their teams needed a little bit more. It's tough to beat guys that are not bad wrestlers that that have a goal of keeping it close. No question. And then the fifth place match in B, Gretna was able to win the last match and secure the victory over Adams Central, 42 to 36. It was 39-36 going in to that last match, and Adams Central actually had the lead late in the third period of that match uh, for Class C. It's your state champion will be David City over Valentine. Battle Creek beat North Bend 47 to 31. Fifth place Aquinas over Central City 42 to 33. And in D, Amherst now the only team in the state that has won every one of the state duels. They had a pu- push today. They beat Burwell by seven in the semis and beat Creighton 39-30 in the finals. Burwell beat Sutton in the third place match 51-28. And Elkhorn Valley beat Sutherland for fifth 46. To 33, and that brings the state wrestling season to an end. And again, had a lot of highlights. So, last words first from you, Coach Rogers. Well, yeah, it was a great season. I thought it was a good tournament. Um, I know Higdon's Ron Higdon's got to be happy with with the action, at least that, that the way that this thing played out. Um, like I said, these kids, uh, all of them, every team here, they all worked their tails off this year. Um, and, and you know what? By and large, it looked like most of them showed up here today to wrestle. So good action. I was just, you know, Coach Herman, you see him coach his last, last match there in a tight duel. It wasn't a blowout, you know. Some, some good coaching moves made, too, as well, and the kids stepped up for him. That's, that's kind of the, the part that I'll remember about the tournament. Larry? Yeah, no, I, you know, the season long, you know, holy cow, we get done with that, that's, uh, State football finals, you and I do it. It seems like it's just a couple weeks, and there we are at Kearney High. We finish a three-week run here uh, from the district tournament on through this. I thought we had a lot of tremendous stories this year, a lot of great wrestling. I love the competitive piece and the parity that we have right now uh, in Nebraska wrestling. I think our wrestling on whole is really taking a step up uh, without question, and uh, just just a great year. And for you and I, we're done until the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, we'll we'll go across the parking lot and see you over at the Shrine Bowl. So, Matt, thanks for the time here today, man. You betcha. Larry. Happy to be here. Thanks for – tell tell the wife, Courtney, uh, thanks for letting you spend the last three Saturdays with me. Kind of freaky, but it's still a good thing (laughs) to watch wrestling. That's going to wrap things up. want to thank all of our – uh, producers and engineers, uh, we were here all day. We rotated through them. Billy Thompson back at the studio, Stacy Johns tonight, Jeff Ekstrom, and that's going to wrap things up. Again, your state champions here today, Millard South in A, Plattsmouth in B, David City in C, and Amherst in D. This is Doug Duda saying we'll see you Monday night, high school hoops, Amherst and Bridgeport from Mid Plains Community College here on Classic Hits at 730. Till then, so long, everyone, and have a great weekend. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC. For all your custom slaughter and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats is proud of our youth and all their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. 
Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mark pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McCain. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. Best of luck, wrestlers, from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a New Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings, auto glass replacement, unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. This broadcast is made possible by Clipper Publishing. Remember to read about our local athletes' accomplishments in the next issue of The Given Reporter, The Shelton Clipper, and The Wood River Sunbeam, or online at clipperpub.com. First Tier Bank is proud to support the area wrestlers. Online banking is one of the many services at First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. Ravenna Sanitation's dependable quality service is perfect for your home or business anywhere in Buffalo County. Find us in the Pleasanton phone book. Good luck to all our area wrestlers from Ravenna Sanitation. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.